anyone but me. Good afternoon, morning, evening or night, ladies and gooners of the world. I am Alex and this is uh, episode 131 of the Gel Media Posdite. Every week, every week since being back, we've got it wrong. <laughs> it was because I I make such a mental note of like right, this one particular detail. Don't get that bit wrong. Yeah. yeah. So then my brain gets everything. Everything um, right, but that. Yeah, yeah. So what? It's actually two, three, one. It's two, yeah. three, one. Yeah. Check the number and everything. I'm your host, Alex, joined by uh, hmm, Tyler Durden down here. Good afternoon, morning, evening, or night. How's your IKEA furniture getting on, my friend? I love it. I love IKEA furniture. I represent IKEA furniture in every part of my life. What about you, gamer Jim? Who? I mean, Jim. Uh, yeah, I I don't have IKEA furniture. There you go. This is the cast. Um, before we get too deep into it, um, I want to shout out the Jam Media Patreon that made the audio version of the show possible, and have your names read out in the first week of every month. Ah, gamer neck aside, I'm feeling okay on this Friday. We're get, having a heat wave in the UK. It's feeling it's, pretty sweaty. It's a bit cooler today. Is it actually a heat wave? Because um, this just feels like kind of a summer, like not necessarily a. Yeah, I mean, it is normal. June, right? Yeah, yeah, it is June. Yes, yeah. So this is just summer, but it's actually quite. But it's been it's been really hot, but it's also been really overcast and moggy so today. Just, yeah, yeah, it's, it's been particularly humid. Mm. So it's it's like swamp swamp crotch central. Mm. Yeah, it's not it's not the most pleasant. It's not the type of ever we do a walk in. Not that. No. no. Too sloppy. Yeah, we don't. Need anyone here in shorty shorts? You guys not fans of shorts? Um, I I would have worn shorts had I known. Um, Tyler Durden wasn't gonna have dinner with me. You preoccupied, my friend. <coughs> Tyler. This is quite an intimidating, like, angle to be at. Cause it's like, looking <laughs> yeah, down. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it's just bullying. Yeah. Um, yeah I feel you like just a bird of prey. Want to just start bullying. Yeah. It's just something about being up here. Yeah. I just wanna start just going in. <laughs> yeah. Like, is that why um, tall people like have like a complex of being a cunt like during their early <laughs> years? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, let's do some housekeeping. Dutty house, dutty house. Oh, is that what it's called now? Well, the house is dutty, and it needs yeah, to be. That's why we're cleaning it. Dutty house cleanup, gamer neck section. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is where we go to the comments from the last episode and just see what people are thinking, what the the general discussion was, you know. Whole 9000 is going to start us off. I went back and watched the Yogs when, uh, with Argy's initial debut in it, and it's kind of crazy to see the character arc that boy has had throughout the years. He started off as a hotshot little goober who had no respect for anyone, then was taught a lesson and humbled by the unconventional mentor figure of Max, which is my golden retriever, kind of like Yoda teaching Luke. Then he suffered the loss of his master, and now, as a wise and old sage, must instruct Paisley on the journey he has gone through. The cycle of life is real, and it's effing funny. I disagree with that, because he hasn't... How he was described as a puppy, he still is. No, but he has has gone through that. He had his master... He did. 
but now he's leadership character. he's had an arc it's just not perfectly it's more yeah. nuanced than this person would lead you to believe mm. and he's teaching paisley he's he's like um han solo more so i'd say mm. he's like a, a hot shot asshole type who's han solo's uh master Woody Harrison. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, minus that bit. But, like, his character archetype is hotshot asshole. And it, he doesn't just stop being a hotshot asshole because that's who he is. But he learns to sort of exist within a... 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 A, 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 a galaxy? Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. He's just, um... He's carrying on his bad habits to Paisley. So he's teaching Paisley the wrong things. Like eating her own shit. <laughs> so there were a few questions regarding this uh, Bai Pan thing we were talking about. Um, at one point in last episode. Hmm. Will D is going to start us off. <clears throat> There's kind of a difference between Bai and Pan. Although they're both trans inclusive. But they're both arbitrary labels in the end. In practice, a bi person can be attracted to exactly the same people as a pan person, so it's really just a matter of which label you prefer. This is a big point of discussion in online LGBT plus groups, and it's honestly a big waste of time. Jim was right in saying labels are stupid. And Jack says, Thanks, boys, for the frank and confident discussion about sexuality. That seriously made me feel more comfortable about myself. And it was also a very funny top tier segment, and thanks again. You're I'm welcome. I'm glad. No, there was a, there was a very good response to that subject, and I'm glad that people were were saying that just like bi is trans exclusive, and that's it's just like a you know you you prefer in what way you prefer, trans or you know pan. You like what you like, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Jack says. Oh no, sorry. No, I already just read Jack's one. Wow, jar really left one uh, regarding. Jim's claim about an eagle. Um, just want to say that Jamie's claim that an eagle wouldn't be able to fly if it was the size of a bear is probably wrong. I'm almost certain that an eagle of that size would still be able to fly. My case in point, the Quetzalcoatlus. Let me try that again. Quetzalcoatlus. That's another one I was like, when I screenshotted that question, I was like practicing like how to say it. <laughs> because I can say it. What, it, what is a Quetzalcoatlus? It's like a big uh, prehistoric pterodactyl type thing um, yeah there was some fucking huge like prehistoric this prehistoric creature a type birds. of pterodactyl was most likely able to fly due to its hollow bones much like modern birds and it was the size of a fighter plane in World War 2 yeah look up a photo it's terrifying yeah some of them were <coughs> absolutely huge yeah but they're not the proportions of an eagle no but in saying that um, there were prehistoric eagles that were about the size of rhinos those being the Hust eagles that I think we actually mentioned on Jar a long time ago, and they were native to New Zealand, and they hunted mowers. Because they had to be big enough to take down Jesus. mowers. Yeah, mowers like, a big bird. Yeah, mowers are huge. Google one were. of those. Yeah, 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 were huge, sorry. Um, I think you can see one of their bones in the Natural History Museum. I, I can't remember. Yeah, I think you're right. Um... The thing is, what it comes down to is that, um, I'm... You're wrong... And I'm right. Like, I want to see it happen. You want to see a bird the size of a bear fight me? Yeah, because you're so confident on this that you could just fight an eagle normally. I just, I need to see this. Um, there were a couple more little ones here. Someone said, "Does anyone know what Alex is always looking at?" Probably referring to the way I always go. 
But I keep aiming it wrong, so look at like the TV yeah. that's streaming what our camera can see, but it's in the wrong place. So. They can't know that, though. Yeah, like if we don't look at the camera, we're probably looking at the TV of ourselves. And yeah, speaking of the camera, Georgia, Georgie said, Lighting is depressing, as is this episode. Might want to make it a bit warmer and like more bright. On the bright side, Jim looks a little too nice in a hat. There's no such thing as too nice. But I, d- I don't know what to do about lighting. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Um, yeah, <coughs> none of us have done a PhD in lighting or um, masters. Either. It's super hard to get right with the, especially when like the third light broke, the the room is is different. We literally went out of our way to upgrade our lighting to make it better. A week after the the third one just broke, we just do things to improve it, and it always breaks. Yeah, and like we have all the main lights right next to the camera and stuff, so it's like it's like not ideal in terms of getting it perfect. But we'll get there someday. But I do. How was last episode depressing? Well, you know, it's like that jar thing where they just like leave a comment saying like, "Oh, the worst one yet." I no, I understand that, but it wasn't depressing. I swear. I, it, I, was, I, I never thought it was logic really. To um, it's pointless. Yes, but by that um, stretch, then nothing is worth. Nothing is worth. Apart from uh, this one from Josh saying, just get some beanbags. I would love for that to be possible. My only concern with beanbags would be the constant noise. Yeah, Yeah, but they're not good for noise. Yeah. And they're not comfortable either. Well, they're comfy. They're comfy, yeah. You used to have a beanbag. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't recall any of us ever using it during JAR. Yeah, we didn't. It was the really big, um, yeah, it was the level one. didn't. Yeah, because it just, the sound. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm pretty we can do about sure. It. If we go back, there might be one episode where we actually do. Yeah, there, there might be. It's entirely possible. I've got a hazy memory of that. I just don't remember early JAR at all. It was Me a long either. time ago now. Well, yeah. When did we start? When David Bowie died. That's how I always remember mm-hmm. it. 2016? Yeah. Yikers. I can't remember. But it's like, I, I hope people don't think that we're, this is like a permanent setup. No, I think we like this one right now. Yeah, I'm fine with this one. <laughs> Let's do a quick jar vote. All in favour of... Um, all yeah, in whoever favor can put of... their arm highest is who wins. Yeah. You're not going to try? Fine. For those listening, um, Alex and I put our hands much higher than James. <laughs> uh, let's end this segment with this one from Ayamu Paya. This is very out of place, but I'd like to personally thank Alex for getting me into Talking Heads. It is such a great band. I'm immensely grateful. Your taste in music is amazing. Thank you. Uh, more comments that joke me off, please. Um, the jerk-off comments. No, but seriously... Um, the reason I brought this up was because to transition into topics. Um, speaking of talking heads. Oh no. <laughs> what do you mean, oh no? Um, I don't like where this is going. No, I, I, I somehow didn't know that in um, 2008, David Byrne and um, Brian Eno got back together to do, a, do an album oh, called yeah. Everything That Happens Will Happen Today. Um, and I, I don't really love the whole album, but it has a certain song on it called Strange Overtones, which just sounds like it's just capturing that sound from uh, from the 80s, from that 
I can't remember what it was called. Um, <clears throat> I'm so bad at remembering all these names. My brain's just so full of shite. Uh, Remain in Light. Yeah. Because that was the, the previous one they worked together on. But yeah, I'd recommend that. It's a really, really good song in particular, Strange Overtones. You should give it a listen, bro. Yeah, I will. Um, What's the album called? The album is called Everything That Happens Will Happen Today. Yeah. Just want to throw that out there. Is his solo stuff worth it? Li- well, yeah, I've been going through well. his solo stuff too. Um, well, and he did a collab album with Saint Vincent, who I've listened to a little bit of before. Is uh, Saint Vincent in the latest Gorillaz album? Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. She is. Um, and it's like, it, what I've heard from that is actually really good. It's got some really, really strong songs on it. Um, weird combination, but it does work really well. Mm. Um, yeah, I'd recommend that too. I'm trying to remember what it's called. Um, what about you guys? Anything new? Anything fresh? I've been listening to a to a fair bit of uh, music. Sorry, it's called Love This Giant. Is that a David Byrne, St. Vincent album? What are you saying, bro? Um, I want to throw James on in, into the the flame, into the bus. Into the oh, flame. Here we go. This is every week. It's just the Bully James segment. Well, there's no better episode for the Bully James segment. <laughs> you might as well get it all out of the way now. No, I just want to. I want to hear your honest and uh, you know thought through opinions on the album. Well, you're not. You're not. You might get an honest, but you won't get a thought through or whatever. <laughs> What's the album? A uh, bandana by Freddie Gibbs. I just want James to make this opinion public. When it came out... Did you listen to it when it came out? Yes. Do you know, because on Twitter, everywhere, every single post was about Bandana. Really? Everywhere. It was, the, it was on the news channel. When did it come out? 2019. Okay. So, but obviously, I'm, Freddie Gibbs, one of his songs was in GTA 5, and that's how I originally knew, knew him. Wait, which song of his is in GTA 5? Yeah. Not his, he's just on a song. Oh, oh feature. Like a, song. He's a feature. Yeah. So I've, I've known about him, but I'd never actually listened to any of his albums prior to Bandana. And I listened to Bandana. And I was really disappointed. How much of it did you listen to? I gave up after the third song. Third song? Mm. This is a thing with albums. Do you think it's... Do you think you can judge an album from, like, the first few songs? Like, the whole thing? I don't think you can even judge an album from one listen of the whole album. I I no, agree. No, I... No, there are so I, many times where... I would disagree, because sometimes from the first outset of an album, you get a vibe of that album. Like the the mood that album's going for. The vibe doesn't hold as strong, though, as no, a, a but, whole cohesive... Like, no, but you can kind of... You kind of know what's... What, what, what the sound is, you know, what the... Like, Good Kid, Mad City, you can tell from the start of that the type of vibe that the album has. And that's that's kind of how I'd base off albums. It's just like, you know, if the first few songs have a white vibe, then I will listen to all of it. Like, Shadow of a Doubt. You see, I didn't think you listened to um, albums chronologically. I do when I'm at my desk and I'm actually on Spotify, because then I can. Yeah. like, other times, not so much. Sometimes if it's just like Spotify Mobile because I don't have premium, sh- you can only shuffle it. 
So, but I do know, like, listening to it in chronological order makes sense in an album sense that you're actually going through it, the experience. But at the time of the first time I listened to Bandana, like, I don't know if this was before or after I had the binge of MF Doom. Mm-hmm. But obviously, Madlib had done loads of production on his albums as well. So it might be why I just didn't gel with it at the time. But obviously, I've recently gone through most of Freddie's discography. And there's loads of albums I do like, Fritty. I think you should give it another go. Do you like Alfredo? Yeah, there's a few songs that are quite good in Alfredo. Um, I like Alfredo. I I don't think I've listened to uh, Bandana. What's that other one? I don't know. It's got the the pink background and he's wearing like a zebra. Freddy. Freddy, yeah. Yeah, that's a very... I like a few songs on that as well. That song, that album is quite obnoxious. Mm. You know, it's from that era of rap that's just like bass... Crank to the max, <laughs> yeah. and like that—that's basically it. Shadow of, a, I like that one. Yeah, I like Shadow of a Doubt a lot. I think that's my favorite of his. So I think the first three songs of that just—they just completely slap. They've got the right vibe and mm. everything. Do you th- is there a chance you'll go back and listen to it now that you've matured? Then, <laughs> yeah, probably. I think you should, because my music taste has changed a lot since like since twenty nineteen. Yeah. I've just grown and matured a lot, so I actually appreciate production more than I ever did, and I kind of mm. actually listen to lyrics and all what and what. I was listening through it, and um, I was wondering if if the reason it didn't gel with you is like the use of vocals in the production. How so? What's different about? It? Well, you you know, in the beat when you have like sort of a repeating voice. Mm-hmm. Like a, a woman singing or something. No, like I don't crazy think Crazy Frog or something. Yeah, sort of like Crazy Ding, frog. ding, whatever. Yeah. No, I don't think... I don't, I don't... I've never really noticed that on my first listen. I just think there was something about the production of the time that I didn't appreciate and it just didn't vibe... I didn't vibe with. So I just didn't listen to it. Because this might have been a phase when I'm, like, I was listening to Nine Inch Nails a lot where I'm like, I'm super expecting that mm. kind of production. So I might have just not clicked with it at the time. Yeah, because that, that's that's the band that I can't really, I've never found, I've never gelled with them in a particular time. Yeah, so I, I came in through like movie scores and went in. Yeah, yeah, that way. And I came in at the the start when it was just pure absolute eighties edge, and that's when <laughs> I've actually gone to actually appreciating his production. Is generally incredible. He's yeah, he's no, it, unbelievable. That new song with uh, health. Have you listened to that yet? Yeah, um, I like it a lot. Yeah, it's amazing. It's just a great song because Health did one with JPEG as well. JPEG Mafia, which is also very good. I also like Peggy a lot. I do really like some of JPEG Mafia's stuff. Yeah, I've never gotten in. He's Grime, isn't he? Grime, no. What, what's JPEG Mafia? He's in the Gooder song. Oh, the one with the Japanese. Yeah, he's a oh, bit of a weeb. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, what genre is he? He's just rap. Okay. I th- you see that this is me showing my ignorance because I thought English rap was just grime. He's not. He's American. He's American. Yeah, he's the one who went. Reem was saying that he went to he, he the military recruited him from like school, and he did it, hated it, and then he he just bought mm. music equipment. Like right. oh. that's how I know that's the thing he's talking. I don't know about why I I associated him with um Britain then. No, it might have just been because all the I think names. it's because you were listening to a lot of Grime at the time. Grime, no, it might have Grime at yeah. the time. 
and then uh yeah and then also jpeg mafia so i just sort of lumped him in lumped him in yeah he's, the, the, he's got a really good bald is his best song because it's got a sample from Ridge Racer. So obviously I'm just going <laughs> to click, like, damn. No, but I listened to it for the first time, and I was like, I fucking, I know this, this was my childhood, what the fuck, and I was going through my YouTube likes to find, find that one song that samples from. And now that, that, that song is now, like, millions of views because of the sample, and it's like, mm. JPEG, JPEG. But I do recommend listening to Peggy as well. He's very good. Uh, seeing as we're on this topic, um... <clears throat> Any other goodies to throw out there? I've got something I've been watching I kind of want to throw out specifically for the cast. Yeah, um, go for it. I mentioned, like, Avatar The Last Airbender and how much I enjoyed that. Mm. Um, I went on to watch The Legend of Korra. Kind of follow-up. Loosely attached new series. Um, I, think in, like, it's, I think it's more popular than the original. Do you think so? Because yeah. I... I kind of have the opposite thing going on with it. Um, I've just given up on it. I'm just straight up just not going to finish it. Um, I've, I watched the first season and the first third, two thirds of it is pretty weak stuff. Like it's all just like love triangles. They introduce mm-hmm. this weird like sport thing and it's all about this like sports using their avatar powers and it's like... <laughs> Contrasting this against the Last Airbender, where like every episode is like a new story, it's like self-contained, mm. but it's advancing a plot. There's so many good characters, like it's just so fucking genius. So then go into this, it's like it's just not the same. It's it's not funny either, which is a huge thing about the original Avatar. Mm. It's actually funny, like it's genuinely funny. I I laugh out loud like a lot at that show. It's it's the perfect tone, whereas uh, Core is a bit more. I don't know, it's a bit more edgy, I guess. It's more... Yeah, I get the edgy vibe from that compared to the original. But even, like, it doesn't even have the the awesome martial arts action stuff in the same way because it's always kind of ruined by, like, stupid, like, robot enemies or, like, kind of bad, simplistic CG cars driving around and stuff. Like, it's just not mm-hmm. in The Last Airbender, like, original show. And the main, actually, the main thing that stopped me watching was um, there's a huge decrease in the animation quality from season one to season two. So severe that it's like, it pulls you out so much and the line work is so obviously worse. And I was like, it can't just be me who feels this. So I like Googled it and found like people have made like comparisons of just... No, I think when you're watching stuff like animation, I think a massive drop in quality from season to season is the biggest mm-hmm. turn off. And it's just so strange coming from Last Airbender where it just gets better as it goes along. Um, like the animation gets better because they have more of a budget. Yeah, yeah. They had room to explore the story. Whereas like the first season of Korra, it starts getting interesting in like the last third of that first season. You're like, oh, cool. This is actually like starting to build up now. There's a sense of momentum building. But then in the last episode, they just wrap everything up super clean. And then in season two, it's just like something completely different, something new. And it's like, but the, the, none of this is what made the last Airbender good. So I just don't really care. Even though it does have some cool characters in there, like um, J.K. Simmons plays like uh, one of Avatar's like descendants. And he kind of looks like him, but he's like grown up. That's cool. Um, it does have some cool stuff in there, but it just doesn't work as a whole. I'm kind of really disappointed because um, yeah. I really, really, I, I can't stop thinking about the last Airbender. I love like a good hero's journey, and the fact he's like a monk and like the the 
just the peace having to come up against the conflict is just such a good like idea to me um yeah i've been watching a bit of it <clears throat> um the last airbender that is yeah and i i'm i'm sad i didn't have access to it when i was a kid mm-hmm. i think so am I. it would have been my shit it would have been my whole like i i was obsessed with star wars as a kid mm. if i'd have no, from, I, from I genuinely think Disney, for this new trilogy, should have used the Last Bender, the Last Airbender, as more of a model of what to do with their characters. Because mm. the new, tri- the the terrible new Star Wars trilogy tries to hit similar beats that are just masterfully achieved in that children's show on Nickelodeon. Yeah, um, <laughs> which kind of puts other stuff to shame. Like, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I'm it a real it's... big fan. As far as a kids show goes, it is is pretty much flawless. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, to the point where it, I it, I was waiting for there to be a bad episode, and every time I yeah. was like on the edge of like this might be a bad episode, mm-hmm. then it like would do something, it would reveal something, the story yeah, would and like it, go back and on itself, and and it feels like the lessons it it tells like through its morals and stuff are actually valuable mm-hmm. things for That's, people yeah. to learn. Yeah, like the like philosophy you, behind it all. You you could be like eighty year old. 80 years old watch this show and you'd learn something mm-hmm. you know <laughs> yeah it has one of my favorite characters just the, the uncle character in that show mm. i'm just obsessed with that character i think he's so interesting he's like an old general who like like fucked up but now he's like trying to redeem himself through his family um yeah huge fan yeah. it's on netflix if you haven't seen it i'm late to the party on this one but yeah totally any other goodies to throw out there before we go to the mid-break? We've been watching, uh, as a unit, Jackass has been coming up quite a lot. Yeah. Lately. yeah. Classic MTV nutters. Um, it's been kind of a nostalgic experience for me, rediscovering Jackass. It's weird because growing up, you you watched them, I must have been in like early secondary school when they were coming out. So it was that perfect kind of age where it was like gross out edgy stuff. Mm. And then you kind of forget about it when you grow up a bit. But going back to it, it's still really funny. And there's a lot yeah. of charm to it. Uh, just like, <laughs> And of course, the like crudeness is, is part of the humor. Um, but yeah, what, what did we watch? The, we, we watched, watched two. two. You and, guys also watched James three. and I watched three. And I've seen them all millions of times. Yeah, I've seen them all quite a bit, but it's just like going. I last saw them probably when I was 16, 17. So yeah. going back now, 20, like 24, it's like, it's fucking funny. It's so fucking funny. They're all so funny. Yeah, it, it's. They found the perfect middle ground between horrible. Yeah. And like actual torture. And like just having a laugh mm-hmm. sort of thing. There's a, yeah, because when you. I got into like Steve O's YouTube channel and all of these like. Uh, you know, like Wired interviewing fucking Steve-O and yeah, Johnny yeah. Knoxville about their injuries and all that. So you get like a bunch of information through it and like there's a bunch of crazy shit that went on in like the behind the scenes of all this mm. and like, especially hearing Steve-O's like his whole life story. Grapple with addiction fucking, in yeah. particular. It's all on his YouTube channel like, because he's so insane. He's like recorded all of it too. So he has all this 
b-roll whenever he's referencing like yeah there was this time i was fucking the having an intervention with people that weren't even there because i was so fucked up and then he like cuts to the footage of it and it's like oh my god he's like not even lying like the kind of shit that comes out of his mouth you like wouldn't believe if it was yeah. a normal person but he's got all the evidence and it's like he's, him, he's so he believe. is an insanely interesting person though like he's... All, all, i think all of them they're just a group of people that were like meant to do this mm. Yeah, it's like the, they're calling in life. The only one I would say where the humor is a bit more like almost on the verge of being like just straight up dark is Bam and Bam's shit with his yeah, parents. Yeah, um, and that's the one where that's come up recently where Bam he's, is like, he's addicted. He's an alcoholic, like bad alcoholic. Yeah, there's all these clips of him like posting on social media about how he's been kicked off of the new Jackass because they're making a new movie somehow. Yeah, somehow. Fascinating. Yeah, that's gonna come together, but. I actually, um, I checked out Steve-O's, like, comedy special called Gnarly. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like Steve-O a lot, but I, I, I don't know if I can even really call it stand-up. Because what he kind of does is he just, like, describes his life. It's almost like a cheat code. Really? He's just, like, just saying, like, what happened to him and, like, that is funny because it's just so insane. His life is insane. It's like not writing jokes. It's just like <laughs> describing what his. Did what you did. laugh though? I did laugh, yeah, but I wouldn't call it like a great stand-up special or anything. Right, it's, yeah, you yeah. Know, it's like more reliant on his it's insane just... life and the clips. And there is kind of a cringy part where he brings out that guy from Jackass Two who does the like terrorism skit, mm-hmm. and he like uh, Stevo shaves his pubes on stage and like sticks them to his face. As like a reference to Jackass Two, which is just like you know, <laughs> yeah, it, it, the reference shit. It's not not like it would be more shocking to like actually be there. Yeah, it's yeah, kind yeah. of a when you're watching it on a screen, it's like a been there done that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thing. yeah. But yeah, I'm yeah. Curious to see what a new one is like. It, it just seems like such a '90s, 2000s thing. Yeah, that yeah. Whole because it, it shifted on YouTube into like the, the, the whole pranks, the whole prank era. the prankers, your Sam Peppers and everything. Who were just doing things that are horrible or just completely yeah, fake. Yeah, no, because I was telling you guys earlier, I was reminded of that Sam Pepper stunt where he just like convinces his friend that he's been kidnapped and he's like killing his friends around him and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd forgotten about that fucking era. Yeah, it was that's actually my, out of control. That's my biggest worry about Jackass Four is like re reinvigorating that sort of content on YouTube. Well, it's impossible on YouTube now. Yeah. yeah. You can't make your way yeah. with it. But what that, if... That, it, it, it sort of existed, though, like, because it, it could mm. on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It, it was like there were no limitations. Here's Filthy Frank, like, eating a rat in the streets of Japan. Yeah. But shit. then you got, like, genuinely awful shit, like the... What's his name? Like, Father of Five, Daddy of Five, yeah, some yeah, bullshit. Yeah. I mean, like, it, it's, it's, yeah, it started with, like, Filthy Frank doing weird shit. Mm. And then it progressed to just, like, people being openly racist. Just pushing to, it. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But maybe Jackass 4 brings balance back. It is mm. the old school, and that's what people have want. They want that old school. Well, no I mean, school it's no different to, like, what every other company's doing, like, Disney and shit. Like, hey, it's, like, that thing you remember from the 90s, but now it's the cool 2021 version. Yeah. Powerpuffs girls live action fucking show or some <laughs> shit. Well, like Cowboy Bebop's Netflix show. 
That is going to be shit. No, it is. It's going to be absolutely trash. The appeal of that anime is like its whole vibe, the whole soundtrack, the whole visual animation, the style. Yeah, (laughs) like you can't replicate that. Like that's that is the thing that can exist in anime and should only exist in the anime. And that incredible music too. Incredible, incredible soundtrack. So I'll add this out briefly. Um, We talked about grand strategy games uh, not long ago on the cast about civilization and. uh, I decided to pick up Warhammer 2 Total War. There you go. Yeah, incredible. Um, I don't think I could really go back to Civilization because it, it gives it gives me that same satisfaction you get from Civ. And, you know, all of the systems are a lot deeper. You know, the combat is really deep and there's loads of... I don't know what the word is. There's just a lot there. And I think it does everything that Civ does just better in every way. And, uh, it's a great game, and you should pick it up if you like tactical stuff. Yeah, I don't even know. I, I don't understand Warhammer. Something that's appealing to me um, about Civ is that it's 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 entry level almost. It's not. Well, it's, it... I I I don't know if I'd call it entry. It, it's streamlined for sure. Yeah, it's they've figured really out how to teach you like these really complex systems, but simple in, in a safe way. That's the one thing about like when I played when I started, you know, Warhammer Two. I just I didn't do any introductory stuff or like stuff. I just went in, and it took me. I restarted the game six times because it just because I was just learning so much and I was just getting oh. destroyed. But that game is really generally difficult as well. So like you make one 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 wrong move, they're eliminating all of your armies and all of your cities, and you're dead. So it's not, like it's it's quite hard on you compared to Civ. What is the the visual aesthetic of Warhammer Two? Like Space Marines. No, is that's four K. So oh, 4K, really? oh, I got 4, it mixed up. Then. Yeah, four K is like the old Space Marines, like orcs, you know, chaos oh, gods. I haven't seen footage from this one then. I've only so, seen the RTS with the like orcs and shit. So Warhammer Two is like set. It's, it's medieval. It's like Lord of the Rings. Is so it fantasy? Yeah, it's fantasy. So you've got right. high elves, you've got dark elves, you've got orcs, you've got the wats. So the, the wats are in this. So it's just got kind of that Lord of the Rings aesthetic, but with right. some of the 4K stuff. So there's like is chaos. Warhammer one of those universes that one of those like nerd universes yeah. that goes fucking deep and has history? Oh type fuck shit. yeah! Yeah, four, I I huge. I I binged 4K history because you know Dark Tide is coming out, yeah, yeah, which is you know like Vermintide bits on the 4K world. Because of that, I went deep into the 4K lore, and it's like weeks on end just watching so, videos about it and so they are different universes 4k yes. and just warhammer yeah right okay but there, there's some because the one of the chaos gods in 4k is also in warhammer so there's a bit of into like some subjects also crossover this there's something i really like about civ though is the progression of uh technology it's not like you're medieval and the whole game is like medieval warfare. Mm. It's like you're you're thinking generations ahead of like what you're doing in that current moment, using yeah. your knowledge of how like yeah, it seems like different itches to me that being scratched. By in these a, two. Yeah, I, yeah, I would say it's different itches, but the the reason why you play six Civ six hours in a row till two in the morning is because you're constantly building on those turns. You're like, oh, I've got this one. <clears throat> what faction is this, James? Just a- oh, they're <laughs> they're dinosaurs. They're 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 raptors. They're lizard people. So they got like a they're dino people. race. Yeah, they're like a dino. What are they called? 
I don't, I can't remember the name, but like one of their, it's a big his thing. The leader of it is like a big frog, and they have rhinos <laughs> that like are spear people and archers. But no, one thing about it is it's so diverse, and that in Civ you've got all your units. You know, you've got like ten civilizations. You all make the same units, and they all look the same. But all the factions and that they yeah, all yeah, vastly yeah. different, so it feels more unique. And like the way you do each character, they have completely different ways they play. But the game is more focused on outright combat, isn't it? Yes, because you you get you, you don't make cities, you conquer you conquer cities, right. and they have all these siege like when you make siege engines and you attack a fortress and it's all about fighting. But at the same time, you're still making your cities better. You're managing like you know how satisfied they are and like the religions there. So it's still got this. It's like they've they've got some most of the stuff of Civ, but they've just taken a bit away to make the combat more yeah yeah no like, i can tell because like warring in civ is super fun but I it's hate, not it's not the whole game i hate warring in civ because once once you've got to the big turn and you've got an army you're having to move every unit individually and so so time consuming and i find that like when um, we play and you you're england and you're having moving units everywhere around it's so time consuming to do that every turn but with Warhammer and Total War in general because it's the whole franchise your army is just in your leader so you just move your leader around so that everything's encompassed in that so it's quite streamlined in that regard hmm but yeah I, d- I don't know there's something about Warhammer I, I'm I, maybe someday it's just I, I don't want to I bought that game um, Ghost Runner oh yeah the cyberpunky kind of yeah yeah, no, that does look good. Yeah, because that was on... It was cheap on Steam, mm. so I'm going to play that once I finish the Mass Effect See, games. Why have you been talking about it? I've just been like, looking at screenshots of it. And I think I prefer the aesthetic of this, like, over the, you know, the orcs with the power armor and stuff. Yeah, no, I it's... I prefer this. I like this. I think... Is this this frog guy you're on about? Yeah. <laughs> it's, he's like, a, really weird he, and creepy. No, but it? he's Aztec, so he sits on this flying uh. <laughs> So it's like an Aztec lizard one, and then you've got the, the orcs. But the good thing about uh, this is... You know, on Civ, like, you've got the barbarian camps, and the RNG, they they could just, wipe, like, constantly attack you. But with that, there's more of a deeper into, like, alliances. Right. So a barbar... Uh, like, an, a barbarian equivalent can pop up, but you can make an agreement with them so they don't attack you and destroy you. And then there's more. It's deeper in that. Yeah, regard I think that's what stuff. the barbarians' clans mode in tried uh, to do. in Civ tried to do. But it, it, it I, yeah, they're they're just kind of fucked. They need to f- mm. find another way to fix barbarians. Like if you're it, not deep into that, like this whole really deep, you know, war like grand strategy. I understand the appeal of Civ, but it's like because <laughs> the last two weeks I've just been watching history videos on the Romans and the you know the. Parthians and mm. all of that and all these old military breakdowns of their defeats and what went wrong and it's just I've had an itch for something deep that's military and mm-hmm. focused and I wanted to play Civ but it it just wouldn't Is there not like it. a Roman themed one as well? There, there's yeah. so many of these types of games there's a Total War Is that the yeah, No that's the, that's the franchise Yeah that's it's like a vampire one like there's loads of diversity in it. And it's really cool with the, the the unit designs. But yeah, Total War is a franchise, and they have Rome, they have Britain, Shogun, Show, yeah, Three Kingdoms. Like there's a, there's a whole lot of them. And yeah. it's just this was on a sale, and it's eleven pounds. I decided. Yeah, the, the 
games. That's the thing. All these games are so complex and so many of them have terrible tutorials. Whereas Civ has a really good way of teaching I think players. I I got it only took me about a whole day to actually get the the like five hours of gameplay to get to actually understand it because of Civ. Because it's all mm -hmm. in my head of managing the cities. Yeah, yeah. All these little no, bars. Civ is the best entry point into these this games. genre. Yeah. And it's like, doubt. I love the Three Kingdoms period. I got interested in that. Like Japan, Shoguns, and Rome. They're all really interesting. And they're like, they're trying to be historically accurate. So you've got, if you actually enjoy history, you've got like an entry point to these type of games. Mm. It's just getting over the horrible hurdle. But I think... I'm now so in love with that, the way those games are, that I just don't want to jump back to Civ. Unless if you want to play multiplayer, of course, I still would. But it's like, <laughs> when you when you want to just get sucked into this big campaign, I think it does it better than Civ can. But also, I really do like the 4K world as well. I think that's fucking mental, that whole world. Mm. I don't really like the way the Space Marines look. No. I'm gonna admit that here and now. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to agree with you. They're really we're, we're more from the like Halo space yeah, marine the, shit. Yeah, the actual cool shit. But I'm pretty sure like Master Chief takes cues from oh, them. No doubt. Yeah, because that's like yeah, but the they OG. made it cool. Yeah, that's yeah. The thing. But it makes sense in the world because the world, like, if you think of worlds, that world's the worst because they've taken everything and made it plus a thousand. Like the space marines have got armor that's like 15 inches thick and it can't be beaten by anyone. But then the enemy has the same. So it's like this constant power level. So it's just obscene, but it's kind of interesting in that regard. Because it's the world so is like shit. Multimedia, <laughs> this whole like Warhammer thing. It goes yeah, over, gotcha. yeah. Like books, no, because a huge, a games, huge part of it is the like figures. Models. Yeah, no, painting that's the, that's the, the bait. What it's based on is just that's yeah. That's where it started. Like, but yeah. then there are also oh. like there are strategy games, there are action games. There was that like Gears of War one, Space Marine, the Space yeah, Marine, the Space Marine, one. Marine that everyone loved. But it's like. But and there's books and there's but the the main like games they have they're all strategy games like um, Dawn of War is the mm -hmm. the four K one, but it's like <laughs> the reason I I kind of got into four K was that I was at work and I got suggestions of people made these soundscapes to listen to while you play the ball game. Oh yeah, and the, the, yeah. and it's just like one of them for like these robot ways they had the weeper sounds and it's just like. Just doing my work, listening to these soundscapes, I found it really interesting, and I just got really interested mm -hmm. in through that. But the the actual Warhammer world is really interesting because it, it's, it's it's very Lord of the Rings, but it also has this kind of fa really high fantasy of like yeah. crazy shit going on. It's yeah. just seeing dinosaurs fighting like elves is really rats. <laughs> yeah, and rats is it's really interesting. Would you guys ever play Dungeons and Dragons? I'd try it, yeah. Yeah, I would, would try it. But yeah, it, but I think it's one of those things where there's a lot to learn. So it's like you need an entry point to that, but there's no entry no, they, point. It's just well, it's what like loads <coughs> of role playing games are modelled off. They like mm. use Dungeons yeah, and Dragons yeah, as but, the structure. But like when you're playing with people, like you, you got to role play. Well, yeah, you, yeah. Have, so you have to it. role play. <laughs> built for it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, jar jar dungeons and dragons. D &D. The jar the jar dungeon. See, I would I just I I want to know more about it to see how enjoyable it would be. Cause we might just lose our friendship over it. Nah, it ain't no, like the that. way Siv goes when you stop <laughs> going next to me, this that'll end our friendship. Maybe. Maybe. Fucking England for fuck's sake, building cities by my borders. <sighs> well on that note, we'll be back after these messages.
Yo, how it is, cuz? Draw me to your shirts. Go check them out. Description below. Cheers, bruv. In it. Ooh. Let me just uh, make my nest. Ah. <laughs> comfy? Pretty comfy over there, bro. How's your gamer neck getting you going? I don't think Jamie I has much of a gamer neck. Do I have a gamer neck? No, there was that comment that was like, I'm surprised by the lack of gamer neck. Let me go sideways. The tiny chairs and stuff. This episode doesn't count if you're trying to critique my gamer neck. On like a normal episode, have a look. Do I have gamer neck, Jamie? Do I honestly have gamer neck? I don't know no. what you're talking about. No, because as gamers, uh, you got to be more concerned about, you know, your back. Yeah, if, if anything. I'm starting to feel like a finger strain from editing. Really? I get yeah. finger strain. I get like a carpal tunnel mid-Civ game. <laughs> I'm like, Ugh! <laughs> you don't stop, obviously. You just yeah, keep going. Yeah. Till two in the morning. Well, uh, this is the part of the cast where we answer questions from the Jar Media community. If you want to leave your own questions for us to answer in the future, head over to the suggestion thread where you can ask us whatever you feel like. R slash Jar Media is going to start us off. Alex, if you're planning on answering this, please do it at the very beginning of the question segment so that we can hear it in action. Jamie. For the rest of the cast and the foreseeable future, could you say amen to that whenever you agree with something or want to say yeah, and that ain't Christ-like whenever you disagree with something or want to say no? How do you feel about this, Jim? Who's this rude boy trying to give me instructions, bruv? Yeah, no, we don't take no instructions from nobody, bruv. That ain't Christ-like. <sighs> I, um... Don't do it, Jamie. Who sounds the most fitting saying it? You. No, you say it. That ain't very Christ-like of you, brother. Ooh, that was really good, Jim. Um, that's not Christ-like. My bit's got to be for James on this one. No, yeah, no, definitely. I was purposely you, making you know, it you good. You just, like, whipped me in a way to, you know... I can't to the do church. It. No, because I will church, forget. <laughs> I, I will forget to do it. I don't have the... I felt like it. I was in the cathedral, bruv. Well, that's not very Christ-like of you, James. Harry King says, What was the worst era of the internet, and why was it 2016? Uh, because that's when we started making videos. Yeah. 2016 was a particular... That era. <laughs> that, um, mm. that quadrant of the internet was a, was an interesting one. Was that... The peak of the the stuff we were saying about earlier, the like mm. pranks and shit, because yeah. that is the worst. Yeah, it was like pranks. It was well, twenty sixteen. Was that? Yeah, yeah that Trump. Was Trump being elected. Yeah, yeah. So the rise yeah. of populism and everything, oh. um, and the anti SJW movement. Yeah, that but, was but, the worst but, bit. But was the no? Yeah, that that was the worst era. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it was yeah. so divisive. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, it. Or was the problem that it wasn't divisive enough? It was just like there was one opinion that was just like mm. everywhere and accepted and like wasn't scrutinized enough. And it's finally being scrutinized, some of it now. Yeah, maybe. That may yeah, be I it. Don't know. <clears throat> yeah, weird era. Totally weird era. But I'd say the worst era of the internet was before the internet existed. No, no, well, no. Because no, we no. didn't have it. Yeah. No, I disagree. That's... You couldn't look up um, Rude Boy. Yeah, push your Hey Siri, define rude boy. No, surely that time must have been easier. 
Yeah, because then be you nice just better. you have like two hour conversations in the bar of like what actor was in this like random show or whatever. Yeah, true. Know? Conversation was way easier back then. Yeah, because you could just like waffle on about anything, but now it's like yeah, what actually is like that flower that it only grows in that one place, and you're just like oh, oh that's foxglove. Yeah, I'll find out for you. Hang on, give me one second. No, give me three seconds. Yeah, and then, and then you sit there afterwards, like. Well, I know that now. Yeah, for five fucking seconds, and then I forget about it. That's why you have debates about something very specific that yeah, most it, people don't know. It's that 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 thing of um, you know. Like, communication. It's not as important anymore. Well, do you think it's just as important, but we've kind of put less of value on no, cause the it, it, communication? Now it doesn't matter who's saying it. Mm. What matters is the truth. Maybe that's a good thing. But that's not true, though. Do you know what I mean? The truth doesn't matter because people just forge the truth. Do they- Fall Guys, the movie. Sorry, Free Guys. What's it called? That Ryan Reynolds movie. That would be man. coming out if we were living in a just society. Should Ryan Reynolds play Gordon Freeman in a Half Life movie? Yes. Only if the the mustache or the facial hair is like really fake looking, then it would look awesome. Mm. Yeah. And everything has to be green screened. And as long as he delivers everything in this certain way that only he can do, where, like, you know, every line he delivers is, like, the exact same, and he's always, like, the same character in everything he's ever in. Yeah. Like yeah. a true actor should be. <laughs> um, absolutely bonkers, mate. Um, can bring us back a little bit to uh, one of the, s- the sections from uh, last episode. The discussion of uh, gender and sexuality on the latest cast had definitely stuck with me a lot. As a person who has always struggled with labelling myself, what Jamie said really resonated with me. I'd love to live in a world where you can just be. That's a quote of you, Jim. I've always been confused about my sexuality, and I never felt a full and strong attachment to the gender I'm supposed to be. But I find that it's difficult to describe or label how I feel. I settled on the idea of being non-binary and bisexual, but in all honesty, whenever the question, what is your gender identity slash sexuality comes up, among people who are accepting, I'll just say some variation of who knows. After years of trying on label after label, I realized that the idea of labeling myself was causing me such stress that I couldn't even properly explore who I am. I wouldn't experience an identity crisis, choose a label, then suffer... Sorry, I would experience an identity crisis, choose a label, then suffer from an identity crisis because I didn't necessarily fit the label I chose, then repeat a hundred times. I discovered I really felt happiest when I simply labeled myself as myself and not be concerned about the semantics of my own being. It makes life a hell of a lot easier, and it takes the rush out of self-discovery, allowing you to have a more enriched life experience. So that was my ramble. Here's my question. What sexuality are each of the Madagascar characters? <laughs> See, no, no, do you know how ahead of the curve <clears throat> I've been? How, this is what I was going to say. How long have I just referred to myself as, I'm just James? I'm James. Boom. Damn, yeah, you're... you're, you're you're That's correct. exactly what I was just about to say. That's why I did the little finger point thing. I'm truly based. No, because how how many episodes was it ago? We were talking about like, what is it that to you makes you a man, or what makes you associate with your gender? Because I've been thinking about it since then. I'm like, mm. I don't really associate with any of the uh, stereotypical, I guess, male attributes. Um, Whatever that means. Um, I've never... That's never been, like, a a big part of my life. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm a man, you know? It's like... I don't know. 
Yeah, I, I think the, the less of that stuff there is, the better. The less... Like... To, to be a man, you don't have to know how to repair... Change a tire. Yeah. Although... This man, the man. man's fucking <laughs> yeah. Holy fuck. <laughs> no, like, I, I don't... It, anything happens with my car, fuck knows. Anything happens with the plumbing at home. <laughs> anything happens... E ever. I don't fucking know. I ain't any less of a man, motherfucker. Uh, yes you are. But I may be more of a woman. There you go. You just don't really you know, but the thing is nowadays you don't need to know those things because you can just pick up your phone and call a plumber and they can turn up the same day to fix your shit. No, but ever like since maybe there's been plumbing, there's right? been plumbers. The, the, it, all of this shit where there, there's like male and female attributes. Oh, if you're a man and you like a musical. Oh, right. You're not, you're not man. That makes that makes you womanly. It's like well, fuck you. There, there, there are sects of men who believe that, um, like, grooming and um, mm. you know, nice smells and keep yourself clean and um, washing your face and cleansing or whatever. It's like like moisturizer, moisturizing, moisturizing yeah, stuff like oh, that. I fucking love moisturizing. Yeah, fucking <laughs> slap it all over. No, my dream is to get into. I mean, ideally a swimming pool, but a bath would be fine. A bath full of moisturizer. I'm just sitting there. Just like... Until it's all absorbed and gone. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think there's any, like, psycho-rich celebrity that does just n Gwyneth Paolo, like or whatever her name is. Gwyneth Paltrow, yeah. Yes, her. her pussy candle. She gets in the pussy bath. She's probably she got like a warehouse with like a hundred different she's got, swimming pools of different moisturizers. She's got the uh, the like Mad Max like tit suck <laughs> machines, but for pussy juice instead, just uh, like a warehouse full of pussy just juice making machines. candles. Yeah, harvesting the pussy juice. If those candles weren't so expensive, I'd say someone send them to the PO box so we could just have one of those fucking beauties burning away yeah. in the background. <laughs> Do you know how much they actually cost? So I try and find, I'm just assuming it's expensive because it's yeah. I imagine if you lit it up though, and suddenly you like ascend to the ethereal realm. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I really feel like I'm. No, I, that. <laughs> I really feel like I'm blessed. <laughs> <laughs> so um, they're they're roughly about fifty eight pound. Yeah, that's oh. expensive for a candle. How are they? Yeah, are really these tiny expensive. or big ones? Um. No, how much pussy juice is we talking about? It just looks like a normal candle, but it just says this smells like my vagina. Specifically Gwyneth Paltrow's? Yeah. Oh, so it's her? How much of her pussy juice has been harvested? <laughs> it's infinite. But then, um, in the Google image, like, suggested, there's this Chris Witty candle. I'd much prefer that. <laughs> 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 that was amazing. <laughs> he came down from above. <laughs> yeah. uh, what are we talking about? Um, Chris Pretty Sexuality or something. Yeah. What it means to be a man. It just... What it means to be anything. No, yeah, like I said, one, once we're all uploaded to the internet, we will net gender, sexuality, none of it will be anything. Mm -hmm. We'll all just be. Uh, part of the combine from Half-Life 2. 
just be you, you know? That's yeah, cool. just just fucking play Halo 3, if mm. that's what makes you happy. Well, speaking of playing, um, Max09Willow24 says, question for James. Do you play Sunday League footy of any kind? I show my mate a picture of you and he said him and his team played against you. <laughs> <laughs> no. I've never played a Sunday League. So you're telling me you don't have like a secret alter ego? You just yeah, like I'm a professional Jordan. footballer. Jordan, the uh, <laughs> Jordan, the fucking Michael Jordan. <laughs> I don't play football. James is actually all the most famous Jordans in the world. Yeah, in his spare time. Yeah, why do you think we can only do like Java Joes on certain days? Because I'm flying around the world. <laughs> I don't play football. <sighs> I just own football shirts. That's all. Why do you think none of us are? Like into football, because we were losers. It's, it's, <laughs> no, are we losers because we're not into football, or are we into football because we're not losers? So my theory with the sport thing is that I think you need, you need like your team, you need your hometown, you need your. No, but we have a team we could attach ourselves. Yeah, to. Swindon, <laughs> Swindon FC. No, via our family, like where we came from. No, but this is what I'm saying. Are you talking about on an international level? No, no. Yeah, yeah, um, like what team would you mean? Well, I mean rugby. Obviously, we'd be for New Zealand. Mm. But I mean, well, football, that's what's interesting. Football, it will be Liverpool. But yeah, you said football, not rugby. Yeah, football, Liverpool. Yeah, uh, get out of here! Not fucking Liverpool. Northern blood see. runs through our veins. Yeah, but Liverpool, shit. That's it. All the Jar fans are yeah, all but gone. To me, I don't like the idea of just supporting somewhere just because I was born there, necessarily. Mm. No, but the, the idea of supporting a team is that you just attach yourselves to them. Yeah. Because there's no point attaching yourselves to one, the, whichever one just is just always, winning. Yeah. You just have to find a, no, a reason the, no, to attach yourself to any of them. No, because then you're a trophy hunter. You only support the team that wins because you want to Well, yeah, exactly. So there's wins. no point in doing that. No. People do anyway. You have to attach yourself to... Yeah, but, like, I I don't really care. You've got to have an interest in it. I don't think it. I'm... I, yeah, but... You need to watch it and enjoy watching it and enjoy the stuff around it. Some people are really competitive, too. Um, they get really yeah, into yeah. the whole thing. I mean, when, the, when there are games on in the UK, you hear, like, cheering mm-hmm. all around the street. I mean, no, people it, get really into it. You see, it, England's pretty tame for... You know that type. Of no stuff. matter talking about uh, like gender and stuff. What about nationality? Mm. No, you know, like I know if you're in the pub and there's a, a a game on, and like everyone's people are just fucking losing their minds over this football match. Or hooligans. Like, <clears throat> so we talk about like World Cup stuff or Euros. You know, it's the the country's teams playing, not individual. No, teams. even if it's like Manchester versus Liverpool. That's not nationality. That's just team. No, but it's still someone being so into this thing. And all the people there are so into this thing, mm-hmm. and I'm not. Because... Uh, Why? Uh, uh, do you think part of it is also, <clears throat> for me and you specifically, Jim, our dad was like a sports guy, or is mm. a sports guy. Um, yeah, that makes me wonder even more why we're... we're you and I... No, but that makes me so think, naive. is it like a... Oh, maybe it skips a generation sort of bullshit, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's just how how much how proactive was he when you were young in making you watch? Massively. He really wanted us to, you know, go into that sort of stuff. He always encouraged sports, us to get into sports. Because it's a huge part of, like, New Zealand culture. 
He was like a rugby player growing up. So where did it go wrong? Was it games? If you didn't play no, games? I, no, my theory is that um, I think moving around the country a lot as a child. I think if we stayed in New Zealand, we probably would have settled on some. Maybe, but sport, I also think... Depending on the, the social groups or whatever. I think input from... Because our mother really doesn't give a shit mm. about that stuff. Um, but also, I, I just find myself way more interested in shit that isn't real. Fiction. Mm-hmm. But I, I've always, like, enjoyed sports, but I never was interested in the competitive side. I'm much more interested in... The actual you physically doing it. So yeah, I liked, like, athletics and swimming and, well, I guess, the boring ones. Well, yeah, like, I, I, I never got into playing like competitive sports but i was big into like going to the gym and shit mm. so no but here's the thing obviously my my whole thing with cars is because you know, i was brought into the family from a young age it was just like oh you're buying toy cars you're you're helping me work on my car so so it was like ingrained in me from a young age mm. that i i must i was just gonna like cars because there's so much influence but my parents hate football they, they're not sport people but i still like football because that's, I, the that, that's way... like the thing though isn't it it's like it's almost like a coin flip or if you're gonna be no nah, i'm just gonna reject whatever the thing my parents like mm. or i'm gonna like yeah, the, i yeah, fucking yeah. love this thing it's a nature versus nurture debate and the answers are beyond us yeah, we can just speculate or whatever what our link, little monkey brains are up to yeah but football's sick isn't it yeah no it's the euro soon anyway you only started liking football because Mediterranean countries, they kind of care. Like, if if you win, if they win the league, you will be in bed at 2 in the morning and 15 million of them will be driving around honking non-stop, celebrating, going mental. Don't get that in England. It's just like... Yeah, I, I remember... Um, it's so sad. Like, I would only watch football games just for the hope of, like, come on, the country, like, needs this. Like, people are fucking... <laughs> You know, they just like need a win. You know, it's like something yeah. for people to like cheer against them. Yeah. Tied to your apron as well. Question mostly for Jim. About a month ago, I bought the Dark Souls remaster and played the game for the first time. I instantly fell in love. Like James, I'm not a gamer, but I became extremely addicted to the game. After I beat it, I decided to pick up Bloodborne as well. And though I initially enjoyed it, I found I've come. I found it's come to be quite monotonous. The environments all just feel a bit too similar visually and enemy-wise, and I found it's too easy to jet straight through enemies and head to a boss, even if it's overly far away. In Dark Souls, that sort of thing felt ritualistic and rewarding, but not so here. I've currently hit a dead end where both paths I could take are blocked by bosses, and I don't feel particularly motivated to try and defeat any. It's a shame because I generally enjoyed Lovecraftian horror more than medieval fantasy, but here we are. What are your thoughts on Bloodborne? And would you say the game is worth sticking it out? For reference, the two bosses I'm stuck on are... Bear with me. Murgo's Wet Nurse and... Abritus? Abritus? Abritus. Abritus' Daughter of the Cosmos. Um... I never finished Bloodborne. Did you get to those bosses? Did you get that far? Um, I I never went against the Wet Nurse. I don't think I went against the Abritus either. That's I, all you need to know about the game. Then. Yeah, I only played it a couple hours. I, I probably would have played it if it was on if it wasn't stranded on PS4. Yeah, that that I definitely would have finished it multiple times if it wasn't stranded on PS4. But those criticisms, in my opinion, are totally valid. Also, I think 
Dark Souls 2, Dark Souls 3, and Bloodborne are all too easy. Think so? Yeah. So do you find it annoying that Bloodborne gets... <coughs> I think Bloodborne gets jerked off. Yeah, for sure. Out of the modern ones, ignoring Dark Souls 1, it's probably the most jerked <coughs> off one. Yeah. Um, Dark Souls 1 is way better than Bloodborne. And I think Sekiro is way better than so Bloodborne. So do you think it's that just impeccable art direction then, or what? Um, it's like really got people in. I maybe because it's easier as well. Right. It 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 requires maybe easier is the wrong word. It, it requires a different skill set to like. Mm-hmm. Well, I because I did play a few hours of it and I did not get the same feeling that I got from Sekiro. That was like oh, yeah. Like, I need to see this through. It's um, much less tight. The the the. The strategy you use in Bloodborne to get through the whole game, or as much as I've played, never changes. Right. It's a case of so I've, I've, I you think dodge. It was in Joseph Anderson's video, he says something about this too, about it being fairly easy yeah. for a Souls game. Or yeah, um, does it and not have like those dungeons that are really hard though? Or? The dungeons. Well, the the thing is, that's another thing that makes it easier because you can use the chalice dungeons to basically farm XP. Oh. And I did that a bunch, and it it, it made the game easier. Mm-hmm. For a game I was already finding quite easy. Also, it's got pretty bad bosses. So right. it, it's got, like, really fucking good bosses, but a lot of them suck. Like, it, these big beasts that are in Bloodborne. Oh, yeah, I did one where the camera was a real <coughs> problem. Like, yeah, just but trying to attack so it. much of it is just this big thing that you can't really... You can't really tell what it's doing, and it's flailing. That is so many of the bosses in Bloodborne. And again, it, like, it's not a bad game by any fucking means. But it's stranded on yeah, PS4. Yeah, I was going to try and reiterate, it sounds like we're dunking on Bloodborne. Yeah, yeah. I guess just com- compared to maybe Dark Yeah, com- compared to the tightness of especially Sekiro. Where, like, ev- every single... Well, it's the Guitar Hero thing. Mm-hmm. Where, like, it's, you're shown something and you have to choose the no, correct response. Se- Sekiro has actually changed the way I play games now. Mm. Like, I'm actually, I actually search out challenge more as opposed to coasting. Yeah, yeah. Because that's, that was my reaction to Dark Souls 1. And if, if, if Bloodborne was a lot of people's, like, first entry point into mm. that sort of thing, then, I mean, that's really good. But, yeah, Bloodborne suffers in the... The departments I mentioned. Well, seeing as we're on this topic, wonderful fruit five five four three asks, "What are some video games that you think would make great movies?" <coughs> this question goes to anyone. No, none. Don't. We're, we're always talking shit about video games. There has to be, there has to be a good idea for like one of them. There has to be some way. There isn't. None. If it's a game, it's a game. Don't adapt it. Dude, there has to be something. <laughs> I'm struggling there, man. I because I all the ones that are the the that are picked are always just the oh I hate that idea. Like yeah. this Uncharted movie that's coming out, this Borderlands oh, yeah, movie. Fucking hell. Oh, that probably know. makes the most sense because it, that game is just a movie anyway. So at least it would work. Yeah, but that's why it doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah, it, because, because it's a it, game copying film, and then it's going to be a film copying a game copying film. But then, but then it's still a film. But then, no. no but the only thing better. that makes Uncharted good is the fact that you can play it. 
It's a, it's a playable Indiana Jones, and then there's taking the playable part out and just making it like a worse Indiana Jones. Yeah, Marvel, but then that, that's better than what though? What what could be worse? Better? Well, it depends how much. Well, honestly, I I feel like this this HBO Last of Us show that has way more potential than any of these throwaway like Borderlands movies mm. to yeah, me. But it's, it's Last of Us. Uh, I know yeah, it's like an old IP now, but like, <clears throat> fuck, dude. I have more faith in that than like this Mario Illumination movie. Oh, geez, um, yeah. I, even like when people were trying to sell this idea of a Mass Effect movie. No, terrible idea no. to me. Because you'd have to make it so like hyper specific. You'd have to like just set it somewhere in the Mass Effect universe. No, the only you thing that just would, tell yeah, the, it would all be no, so surface work. level. Mm-hmm. No, it, it, none of it will ever work because you can't like bring a Torian into the into the real world for like live action. It'd look fucked. But I reckon you could do that now. But what would work is like some like following a Gauss type character as like a bounty hunter in Omega or something like. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You have to go in so work. deep. Yeah. That why even make it at that point? You could just make a cyberpunk kind of space. Yeah, thing and, they, at that and point. you could just make that a game anyway. They should. And it's the same with like there was the Bioshock movie too, um, and another terrible idea. Mm-hmm. Just because the worlds are cool, I don't think it necessarily means it's going to translate to a movie. Movies have certain limitations that games don't. Yeah, and when when a bunch of your game revolves around developing this world. That is interactable, specifically interactable. Yeah, and like you, you can just take your time at any point to listen to audio logs or to read the codex mm. or whatever. You don't that's get pro- that in a movie. That's probably why something like The Last of Us does work because it's just kind of like a mini series. Yeah, play. yeah, yeah, so totally. It would, it would adapt nearly one to one as just being like a show. Mm-hmm. But what would be the worst? What's the, no? What's the worst fucking movie game you can think of that would be Borderlands? To me, but like the idea of a Borderlands movie is actual like hell. Like, uh, yeah, it, it's fine in its video game realm. It kind of well, like, it, it's cringy, but it like yeah, belongs yeah, yeah. there. Yeah, um, for sure. Gears of, a Gears of War movie would be fucking awful. <clears throat> I don't know. Actually, I think if if you got the right person attached to a Gears film, you could say the same for a lot of games, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Because um, Halo. Halo had, I feel like, a chance. It had an era yeah. where yeah, it, was, it was even building up to it mm. at a certain point. That's what District 9 eventually became. Yeah, um, that's right. Yeah, because it used like, a bunch of unused shit from the like pre-production for that Halo, that Peter Jackson mm-hmm. Halo movie, all the weird guns and stuff. Um, but again, I... Uh, it would be tough. You're really fucking asking a lot. Um, I, I, I genuinely don't think I can think of a single game that even like needs... Fortnite. <sighs> that is it, a movie. It, it, it exists. Yeah, Ready Player One. <laughs> you said it yourself. Now, like, now movies, like, they're just becoming... like They're all just becoming Ready Player One. No, I, I'm wondering if I, if I should give uh, Ready Player One more credit now. Because it's kind of a realistic future. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's really sad. Oh, it's so it's, sad. It's, <laughs> it's depressing. It's depressing as yeah. fuck. Like the second VR and Fortnite get combined, that's the end of the fucking world. Yeah, but then everything will be in the fucking <clears throat> shit Fortnite style. Like, that's, death is easier than that. Yeah, but imagine seeing them fat asses in VR. <laughs> <laughs> 
the Fortnite Xenomorph in VR. Oh damn! Now we're getting somewhere. What about Alien Isolation as a movie? I'd prefer that because then I might actually get through it. <laughs> Sorry, people actually like that game. Um, I might try it properly at some point. <clears throat> uh, I might now that I've played through a bunch of Resident Evil. Yeah, because when I tried to play it, it was like. I think I tried to play it on like the Xbox One. So it would have been like locked 30, yeah, yeah, yeah. horrifying. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, that was the scary bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't even get to the alien um, when I played that game. Mm hmm. Because there's this, there's this part early on where you robot. Gotta, yeah, these like robots you gotta like sneak around. I personally um, never find that gameplay where you have just gotta hide from things, and you've got no nothing. I hate you that. Do. that. That Outlast style, I don't really like. I don't find it scary or fun or anything really. I just kind of find it irritating. <laughs> I've tried playing Outlast too, but it stresses me out. Mm. I don't know why. I want to be stressed out by it, but I just find it. I don't know. It doesn't work for me. Yeah. Resident Evil Two. That freaked me out. Mm -hmm. That was like the tension I'm after. But there was something about like Alien Isolation that didn't work for me. I mean, it should do. I love Alien. Yeah, and the fucking like graphics and shit. Mm -hmm. God damn. And wasn't it the Halo Wars guys who made that fucking game? Alien Isolation. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Ensemble. What? Ensemble. Yeah. No way. Yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> Halo what? Wars is the better game. <laughs> like, fuck you. No, um, shut up. We, we already pissed people off with our game opinions. No, dude. Halo Wars was no, great. Mine are based. Yours aren't based. Halo Wars is a fucking shit game, mate. No, it's incredible. You just you just weren't as good as us. No, I wasn't interested in playing with you guys because it fucking sent me to sleep every time I played <laughs> it. We did play. Cocky, Ruben, and Alex thought they could beat me and Matt combined. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. And we, we won. <laughs> Damn, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, so you can't even use the excuse that I was bad. <laughs> no, because... <laughs> that's just the best moment in our gaming history is putting the gamers in their place. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, Dinner Dog says, If I send you some super sour sweets, and I mean sour, I'm talking ten times the potency of Warhead slash Toxic Waste... Would yeah, you guys it. be up for trying them on video? They're yeah, so it. fucking sour, I could barely keep them in my mouth for more than five seconds at first. I'd send them straight from Amazon so you wouldn't have to worry about COVID con no, contamination. Does this person think we're a bitch? We ate, we ate scorpion on this fucking Yeah, we're going to do 18 mini roll challenge. <laughs> That's going to happen. I'm fine with sour. Yeah, I, I, ain't, yeah. I ain't a bitch. Nah, sour ain't shit to me. If it, I think the, the only like taste thing that can go too far is heat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, send us Spice. some ghost chili peppers and scorpion. No, that shit, like, it, it just ruins you. Yeah. And it goes over your window, yeah. Yeah. Let's do a couple more then before we end. Josh underscore R2002 says, Howdy, Mingers. Long-time viewer, first-time commenter here. I wanted to commune directly with Beast himself on this one. Jim's ghostly encounter involving a scream at his place of work at 1am has left me stumped for an incredibly long time. Much like Jim, I've been trying to rationalise it as well. I think I might have a plausible answer for what the scream could have been. It could quite possibly have been a deer. To contextualise with my own experience, one night I was walking home in the dark through the fields, I live in Britain by the way, and I too heard a human scream. It genuinely sounded like a woman screaming in pain slash fear. After a while, I glimpsed into the darkness and saw that it was a deer, it was running around incredibly frantically and it spooked me so much that I genuinely ran all the way home. 
Therefore, Jim, if this incident happened in the countryside at night, I think it's possible that a deer came running past your place of work and let out a scream, as they seem to do so exclusively in the wee small hours for some reason. Feel free to debunk me, but hopefully this helps to explain the unexplainable. Or perhaps yeah. Auntie Zula has finally caught up with you. I no. <laughs> Knowing that Wait. place, I don't think that's possible. Yeah, I, uh, I wish it could be explained away like that, but it sounded inside the building. And, and I was inside. I wasn't out in a forest. I and, wasn't out in a field. Yeah, and with either side of that place, th- there's no way a deer can get there. So main, uh, like a road for a village, and just while open field, it wouldn't have been close enough to sound like it's coming from the building. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. People were staying in the hotel that night, surely. That's the only thing that would make sense. Yeah, why would they scream at one in the morning? Down in downstairs where I was, it it was one door away. That's the that was the sound. Did they look like the kind where maybe it was that good dick? I'd... No. Oh, what's mean good dick? But why else would someone be screaming at one in the morning? I can't think of any other reason. Oh oh oh, oh. <laughs> yeah no because no, I, it. Yeah, I know what you mean. It wasn't like a a pleasure moan, right? It was, it was like, like a, a ghost going. It was like a um, like imagine if you were hit by a carriage and the wheel was going over your back, that sort of like moan. an agony scream. Yeah. Mm. God damn it! No, but I was thinking, <coughs> isn't there this thing? Just share that memory with me, so I could be like, just okay, yeah. break it yeah, down. Yeah, see, it, this is what I mean. In the future, when it's just all brainwave uploads, there's be like zoing, and you'd be like, yeah, that's someone getting that good dick. <laughs> yeah. No, but isn't there a theory that from like Einstein <laughs> or something that there's like energy that kind of Yeah, some people believe that shit. Th- that makes sense. This in is, that this case, is the then. most fucked up thing though, because I, I I I'm like the person that would never believe in any of that trash. And if I heard myself if I went back in time and told myself you're going to experience this thing, and it's like a ghostly weird yeah. thing, and I'm looking at my own <laughs> face. I'd be like, fuck you, dude. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> How does about. that not destroy your whole worldview, then? Um, it has. And I've been spiralling <laughs> ever since. <laughs> See, it's just like, when's ours? When do we experience the same thing? When do we go into a building that has the I ghostly know, remains? Like ghost experiences are a when. Yeah. It's just a, you have to be in the right time in the right place where someone died in a certain building at a certain time and it just, their energy is left behind. Would you guys do a Ouija board in that building nope. with me at night? No, I'm not. No, no. I, I would just, you know what? If you hadn't had that experience, yes. But really, now, really? You won't because of. I because would. Of my I would. I'd happily go there with people. I don't think I could go there by myself. No, no, I, no you no, wouldn't I, have to go by like you, me, and James. Finger on the Ouija board. I could what? probably do that. No, no, no. How about this I, though? I think it, which is much scarier. Let's say you go there to the location of this place. You wait till like midnight, one in the morning, and that's when you go out into that woods where there's the. <sighs> The story of the hanging little girl or whatever. No, because... Yeah, no, there was no hanging little girl. No, there, yeah. there's so much shit in that area. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was the, the the number one place during World War Two where they stored ammunition mm-hmm. in the UK. So there's all these tunnels and shit underneath. Yeah. Dude, it's genuinely so creepy. Do you know what's do you know what's the worst about this? Is I work next to it. <laughs> it's like up the road. <laughs> Dude. 
We can go there. I want to go there. Like when, I don't when COVID there. It, like isn't mm-hmm. a thing anymore. I want to go there like, at night. Yeah. Do you genuinely really think you could do that? Walk around that that woods. With pe- I could not do it by myself. No way. No, I die. I I just kill myself. Honestly, it's just like no, I'm yeah, fucking yeah. out of here. Because you'd lose your where your car is, and then you're lost <laughs> in the woods, and then it's like. <laughs> That's that's what we deserve is to be lost in the woods IRL. That's the meme, isn't it? It's like the the white guys that like yeah, <laughs> they yeah. like hear the scary noise and they're like, let's I'm go not, investigate. That. Let's guy. find out what that creepy shit was. Yeah, <laughs> I would do it, but it's just like I'd have to sleep at one of your houses if we do see anything <laughs> after. I'd have to be cut. No, but you, yeah, when when people are together and all it takes is for one of them to be scared, then it spreads. It would be like me. That, the uh, empathy of that fear, like, mm-hmm. is such a like powerful emotion. No, but it's a it's a good job with you. Hello, guys. Yeah, if we get like a be... night vision camera. Yeah, but then then we'll see nothing. We will upload the vision. And be like, that's going to see something. <laughs> fucking fucking hell. No, that that is something that's actually scary, though. Herobrine? Yeah. No, like if if you were to take a picture, like in some old like shack. And then you're like, wait, what's that in the corner? Yeah, I find that I do really creepy. There's that yeah. horror movie that does it. Um, that the guy even spill wrote. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. It's got the stupid. It's called like Bagool or something. Um, but that was the idea. It's like Ethan Hawke like watching like old film reels and trying to find Bagool, and then he does something creepy. <laughs> you know, just- I probably talked about this in the class, but the scariest moment in my life was when I was just on my phone filming pictures, and I started to notice loads of pictures I never remember taking. So, and they were they were black, they were black. So I was well, just was, like, yeah, because that was what was so creepy about when Slenderman first started popping up. That was his law, mm. wasn't it? It was like these like old pictures of like, what's that creepy guy in the background? With these, yeah, but yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I was I I looked at these pictures, and it's just like my heart fucking sank, and I st- like sank, and I started to panic. <laughs> And it's just because they were all black screens or white screens, but they look like my womb. So I was just like, if I click this and there's something there, I'm just fucked. <laughs> but it turned out they were all of, of my bed sheet or my womb. I was asleep and taking pictures of my womb and my bed sheets, and I was just like, but, but I, just, I saw them and I was like, what about if something's there? What about if there's actually something in these pictures? It's just like, I'm fucked. I'm not moving, going in my womb ever again. I'm moving out. Yeah, but you've you're, you've got a house that would like it's just not haunted. No, because it's the new a new build. Yeah, yeah. relatively. And then I'm on the top floor. Know, maybe like, maybe it was built on like a a Saxon burial site. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but like I find ghost stuff really interesting. But it's just like I'm a fucking pussy. I ain't, I'm gonna fucking cry in that shit if I ever experience. No, I, d- it. I feel like my experience with it has made me way more open to like aliens and shit. <laughs> just anything. Well, yeah. It's like, no, okay, aliens so are just straight a real, bro. The US government's just like, yeah, yeah. this month. UFOs are just like, yeah. Should we, no, why doesn't <laughs> jar people send us their ghost stories? I mean, we. Why are you them. not sending us UFOs? Read, we'll read your ghost stories while around the pussy juice candle. That'll <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be the Ouija board. Yeah. Captain Goatsy can uh, send no, us No, actually, away, no, then. wait. If we hit X goal on Patreon, we'll go to the woods by the pub and do a spooky video. <laughs> I'm getting scared just thinking about. No, yeah, doing that. yeah, uh, let's do it. Fuck, let's fucking do it. I'll need cuddles for like a year. Like, <laughs> I ain't surviving that. Captain Goatsy can send us away then. Thoughts on the villains in the new Space Jam being called the Goon Squad? Wise up, Gooners. 
Boy, I think they're called good. that in the original too, right? Are they? Uh, I don't know. Let's say they're not because um, it's it's just fucking annoying. Like every every well, speaking of fucking Ready Player One, this trailer just oh looks my like god, Ready yeah. Player One. Jesus Christ! Nine giants there again. Yeah, everything's just got to be like, whoa, look, there's uh that and this oh, too. That thing I know. Yeah, you remember this one? No, fuck you. I don't remember shit. Get some damn integrity. The only thing I remember is Ryan Reynolds running around GTA Online. Yeah. No, it, 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 we're going into a place where, like, we're so void of uh, new ideas. It's like, fuck, uh, what video game doesn't have a shit story that we can just <laughs> make into a movie? No, no, it's not even that. It's just, what video games have not been movies yet? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter if they're yeah. the stories or not. They're gonna make uh, the Mortal Kombat doesn't have a movie. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, 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 it doesn't even matter if they did. Mario had a movie, Mortal Kombat had a movie. Yeah, but they're gonna uh, do, Holy shit, yeah. They'll do a movie for that Xbox original game that was gonna compete with something else. <laughs> a cameo movie or some shit. Yeah, what's it called? You played it. Oh, Too Human? Too Human. Too there's Human. Be, there's gonna be a Too Human. <laughs> too Human. When we get the back. Too Human game coming out, we know there's problems. Um, do you think they only made that franchise so they could call the sequel T-W-O Human? Too Human. Too Human. And have it, like, co-op. So it was Two Humans. Don't, don't, Microsoft, don't listen to this, please. <laughs> yeah. They've got that kind of bullshit money where they all greenlight something that dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and we can sue them for creating their idea. No, that's what we should do with this, what is it? S -s -s jam? Jam. A jar jam? No, the oh, ja space jam. Space jam. <laughs> yeah. They've taken that from us. Everything takes from us. Yeah, we we say goon. the The world it's says like, oh, goon, goon. how long. And slam. We say that all the time. Welcome to the jam. Yeah, we say that a bunch. Yeah. That's another one where it's like, Space Jam is such a time capsule movie. You can't, you no. can't make another one. You fucking can't. And when you try, it, it's going to be cringe. It's just like trying to make another Shrek. The first one was cringe. Yeah. Yeah, but that's why it's so. It's like such a unique cringe that you could not get again. Mm. That soundtrack, that the actors that are in it, like the look of it and everything. It's, so, it's such a fucking. It's perfect. Isn't Absolutely. Bill Murray yeah, in it? Like yeah, Bill Murray's seconds. in it. Um, uh, I want to say Melman, but he's not called Melman. He's the guy from Simon. Newman. Newman. <laughs> Newman. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I'm honestly, looking forward to it. The whole time we've been talking, that four guy, three guys has just been in the back of my fucking head. You want to talk about free guys? Because we watched that free trailer. Guy? Free guy. We watched that new trailer yeah. right before we started recording or whatever. Um. Okay, here's 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 an ultimatum. You have to see one at the cinema, the f free guy, <laughs> or the hitman's wife's bodyguard. The hitman's oh. wife's bodyguard. Fuck. That's genuinely oh, fuck, like he's in really both difficult. of them, isn't he? <laughs> Yeah, but Samuel Jackson will carry that one. I think I'd rather see Four Guys a movie or whatever. Free Guy. No. <laughs> no. I, the Hitman Bodyguard. No, the, the Hitman's Bodyguard is one of those kind of movies where it's like... It is so boring. But there's, there is nothing to it. Where it only exists because it's like... Studios looking at, right, who is number one right now? You know? Mm -hmm. And then just assembling this fucking awful show. And then making a sequel to it. Yeah, but 
Free Guy. I think Free Guy will be so, so bad. <laughs> like, one of the worst films ever made. <laughs> I think it's going to be that bad. And everyone's everyone's always like, oh, Jim's thing against uh, Ryan Reynolds is just like a joke thing. It's mm-hmm. like, no, look at, look at his project. Look at what the fuck he's doing with his life. <laughs> but say, like... <laughs> He's living in his fucking mansion <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram with his like yeah yeah. <laughs> Deadpool three coming soon, Marvel MCU epic. Oh my god, yes. I hope they remake Endgame, but stick in no no Deadpool. no. That this is a whole new option. They can do like Endgame from Deadpool's perspective. Ooh, now this I Captain like. America uh, Civil War from. Deadpool's perspective. How are they going to bring back Iron Man? Deadpool's like... Deadpool's Iron Man. Hey guys, nobody likes that Iron Man died. And then he goes back and just pulls him out of the script or whatever. Because that's a Deadpool thing, isn't it? No, so he would go... He would like time travel to when Iron Man's going to click and then he like stops him clicking and takes the thing off him and becomes Iron Man and then Deadpool's Iron Man. Oh shit. Edit this bit out and then just yeah, send that. Yeah, email that, that to I'll Disney. Just, I won't edit, and I'll just send that clip to them. And yeah, Disney Plus trailer is just gonna go up. Yeah, fax them that that video. I think we're done here, guys. Yeah. <coughs> no um, more four guys for this episode. Yeah, stay tuned for a free guy um, live action recreation of ghost stories in the woods. Thanks for watching, everyone. We'll see you in the next one.